Hello, everyone, and welcome to Edge Talk Radio. Today, I'm going to be talking with Peter Nowak, and we are going to be talking. He is from Alpine Ascension in Colorado, and we are going to be talking about so many different things, and I can't wait for you to join me. And who am I? I'm Angela Zabel. I am connected to spirit, working with a team in the non-physical my entire life, sharing messages from a multitude of realms with people. I'm a teacher, coach, and a medium, working on a radio show host, writer, retreat host, gallery reader, speaker, offering guidance, mediumship, intuition, and online private and group sessions with speaking engagements and sharing knowledge with others. I've worked with people throughout the world, and you can find me on all of the social media aspects and on find the main aspect on angelazable.com and edge magazine who is hosting this program is the leading events and media resource dedicated to all aspects of holistic living health and wellness and the mysteries beyond sharing information wisdom and resources committed to promoting businesses organizations and individuals who support our collective journey to wholeness and balance you can find out more about edge magazine at edgemagazine.net so peter nowak is here and i am so excited he is he is doing beyond quantum healing and peter is with alpine ascension as a quantum healing hypnosis technique practitioner music producer and sound healer i've heard some of his music and i'm hoping he's going to start doing a little more of his music because it is awesome he is a mystic a teacher and a student of the law of one a lover of life exploring the depths of his own awakening and he's from colorado and alpine ascension you can check out more information on peter at alpineascension.com and you can also find him on at youtube on alpine ascension and instagram and those links will also be below so peter i am so happy to have you here so excited to hear be here with you you what has actually put you on this journey of working through the power of one shadow work there's there's such a big depth to you and i'm just wondering what was your original what was that aha moment that started your journey into the quantum healing and the quantum healing beyond hey angela thank you for having me on it's a pleasure it's always a pleasure for interactions and uh guess for me, I had to experience a lot of darkness in my life. I was depressed from an early age and uh, always was a seeker, always had these questions of like, what, what are we really doing here? Why does, why does nobody know what is really going on here? And it's just all this surface level stuff. You know, I never really understood the message of religion. I grew up and I grew up Catholic. And that for me was just like, okay, that doesn't make any sense really to me. So it was like, um, I went in my, uh, in my late or my early adulthood life, I went through drug addiction and all these different things. And that was the moment for me when I got to this moment where I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this to myself anymore. There has to be another way. And that's when my whole reality shifted. I, I got sober and I met, I was guided to the right people that put me on this journey to help me guide me through this journey of awakening. I love the fact that you said you've been a seeker your whole life. You've always been questioning things and you're willing to move through, like moving through the addictions and moving through that and, and coming out the other side 
knowing there's more. I think that's so important for, for you to be talking about it and for others to see it's possible to come out of the other side because a lot of people get in that state and just can't see beyond it. And as you were doing that, so there was something I'm going to bring up, something I had read about before or you had talked about. And this is something I just want to bring up because you had talked about the religion where you had been in the religion. And this isn't about the religious aspect of it, but we want to kind of dive in a little bit on that. Mm -hmm. And there was something that you had in there where you said Jesus woke you up from asleep. And how did that feel for you? And how, how did you know what it was, who it was? Um, so that was a dream that I had with Jesus. And, uh, so at this point in my life, I was, this was after that experience that I just mentioned, and I was going through EMT school and, um, I was reading the Bible, but not from like, um, not from a place I was seeing it from a different perspective, like studying the teachings of Jesus and personally. And, uh, yeah, that's when I, had this dream. He came to me in a dream. He told me everything that I needed was within me, that I knew what I had to do and that I was in the right path. And we walked together. And that experience for me just told me that like, this is it, this you're on, like, it was just so profound waking up from that dream and like feeling that energy, you know? And I, I love how you were just saying he was letting you know the power is within you. And that's, and I think that's something with you. That's something I, that I was really drawn to because I had met you earlier. And I was so drawn to the fact that you recognize how much power you held within yourself. And I could just feel it emanating to the people that I know where you've been working with people. And I knew that energy was just emanating to people about sharing that knowledge of knowing that power is within us all. And I think that's something so important. And, and for me, I'm so excited to have you on here because I know how you're reaching people having them tap into their own internal power and and finding that within themselves. And that's something that I think is so important now, as, as it always has, but especially now. And I really feel with you, you're reaching so many people. And I'm very excited for that and, for, and to share you with more people, because I feel you have so much to share. And as you started on this journey, you started doing a lot of different things. You were doing your own and they're going to, you talk about shadow work. You had brought up shadow work. Can you tell people like what is shadow work and how did you work yourself through it and how has it helped you? Mm -hmm. So throughout life, we go through these certain traumas. We go through all these experiences and traumas and most of us don't actually process those traumas and they keep on repeating themselves like a, like a, like a wheel, you know, it just keeps on repeating itself. And it is until we break that wheel, that break that wheel of karma, we go within and feel those emotions. When we get sick, it's because there is something, an emotion or anger or whatever it may be that we're not dealing with, that we're not feeling. When we're going into shadow work, whatever, whatever trauma we went through, if it's sexual abuse, you know, especially from an early age, that's, that's such a big thing in this with kids happening, you know, in this world. And it's, and it stays with them their whole life until they actually go within and heal it, you know, feel it to heal it. 
And it is through meditation, through doing different spiritual practices, through just introspecting, seeing your own thoughts, kind of being aware of your own thoughts, because we are not our thoughts. We are the awareness behind our thoughts. That is who we truly are. We are infinite spiritual beings. We are consciousness. We are awareness. And this body and these thoughts are just a part of us having this physical experience. And so many people identify with these thoughts and emotions. Really, we need to be aware of them. We need to feel them and transmute them. And that is how we uh, tap into our higher vibration. And that's something I think is so important for people to realize. When you were talking about healing and and moving forward, doing that shadow work and, and finding out who you are, I think that's so important because a lot of people, like when you had mentioned about the sexual abuse, how it, it stays and, and emotional abuse staying with you your whole life. But by working on yourself, how you can move through it, how it doesn't have to define your life, but instead it sounds like you're actually using it to expand your life and make it so much better. And that's something I think is so important for people all around the world to understand. And I love the fact that you, there's, there's people that, you know, they talk it, but they haven't experienced it. And for you, you've, you've worked through so many different experiences and showing this is possible just by working on you. And that, that divine aspect is so key, knowing we're so much more than what we maybe originally look at ourselves as, so much more than human. And I think that's so important for people to know. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of brings up something else I was wondering about is you had, there was something you had mentioned earlier. It was called the law of one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you actually mentioned it, but we had talked about it earlier is the law of one. Can you explain what the law of one is? Yeah. So the law of one is um, channeling from 1981. It was a channeling by three people, uh, Don Elkins, Carla Rupart, and uh, Jim McCarty. And it was um, so how channeling works, there's like this, this is a narrow band channeling where it's like she went out of her body and she didn't remember any of, they had to do very particular things that these beings asked them, like having a Bible over her head and everything had to be in a certain order. And um, what they tapped into was a being called Ra. And it's actually a being like a collective of beings that had that originated from the planet Venus when they were Earth-like, and they went through their ascension like 2.5 billion years ago. And they actually came to ancient Egypt, and they were the ones who built the pyramids. And uh, yeah, it's so interesting to me because they gave this uh, information to the Egyptians, and they used it for their own benefit. Instead, they wanted everybody to have it because they used crystals and different things in these healing chambers to um, lengthen people's lives, to um, ascend their consciousness to a certain level. And these higher, these priests and this civilization, they used it for their own gain, for their own power, instead of letting everybody have it. So these beings left and they never, they never came back, but they were karmically tied to us. So that's why they came back at this time to give us this message. And they give us this this vast understanding of the universe and what we're actually doing here, what is happening on our planet. And uh, 
they talk about this seven densities that we evolved through as a soul. And uh, it starts with the first density being like rocks and minerals. Um, the four elements when the planet is terraforming itself and you have all these elements colliding for billions of years and then it turns into to plant and animal life and microbial life and that's how consciousness evolves and expresses itself and then you get to a point where it's the third density which is what we're having and that's when like consciousness kind of um goes into itself where we become self-aware we have this mind where we're like we can actually be self-aware and we can perceive things totally different and express ourselves in a magnified way. And what we're going through as a planet right now is we're part, it's, it's part of this 75,000 year cycle. And we're at the end of that cycle. There's 25, there's three 25,000 year cycles. And we're at the end of we're at the end of that, and they're called they call it the harvest, where it's like a graduation of souls, nice. and um, most of the souls on Earth they say are going to have to redo this third density on another planet, and there's going to be a small amount that stays, and um, how that's going to play out we'll see, but yeah, we're eventually becoming going to become more telepathic, more connected with one another, more loving. And um, that's something I'm really looking forward to. And that's when you mentioned that we're going to be more telepathic and you're seeing so many people now kind of awakening to like, how do I connect? How do I do all these things? You can see the evolution of it. And it's so, so interesting to watch it. And, and, uh, and the part where you mentioned where people are more loving, that is something, even though I think you and I will agree, you don't quite see it all the time, but you sure can feel it. And the people who are really embracing this change in the world, they are definitely sending that love out and have making it available to so many people out there. And that's one of the things I think and I'm, I'm going to speak for myself, but I, I feel that the love that's out there, the deep, compassionate love for people is really being felt by those who are open to feeling it. And people like you who are sharing that love with others when they're looking for it, when they're open for it. And I do you feel that not everybody's really open to receiving the love that's being sent to them? Um, uh, a lot of people choose not to, uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, it's, we, we, we're, we live in a reality of free will, you know, so we can, it's, it's going to take us however long it needs to take us. Earth is a school. Earth is an experience for us to have to, another thing they talk about is we have, um, the reason for a third density, which we're in now, we have to polarize to either positive or negative. So there's two different paths where you can go on where most of the beings in the universe go towards a positive way. And then a small percentage go towards a negative, which you have to do really, really horrible things to get there. And um, there's only so far you can get back on that path before you realize that, that it's all an illusion that you have to go back towards a positive, but because of free will, the creator gave us this choice. We we have this ultimate choice to 
live life the way we want it. We can choose to live life unconsciously. We can choose life, uh, choose a life where we're giving and um, benefiting others and ourselves by being in a service to others. You know, it's, it's the path, path of least resistance, you know, as that's what we're here for. And I think that's what you just mentioned is so, so very true at this point. Every, everything is free will. Everyone has free will. And, and to know people are going to choose one path or the other, and that's okay. Eventually, they'll be coming the other direction, but they may do it here and they may not. And that's something for us to realize and not have judgment on when people are choosing the other path at this time with their own free will and to be compassionate and send that love, hoping that they, having that love available when they choose to decide to start moving the other direction. So I think that, and that's one of the things I felt with you is being willing and not being judgmental and, and sending that love out and, and knowing people have that, those two paths and it's okay. That's, that's just fine. And that's something that the, the judgment of people is something that needs to be looked at. Why are you judging when they have their own free will mm-hmm. and just knowing it will change. And as you've been working through this, you've tapped into other energies. And for those of you who don't know or haven't checked out his YouTube channel, definitely do so. He covers so many different subjects. And Peter, I've I've watched some of your different ones, and they are very interesting to listen to your take on everything and to and sharing that information with, with what you've tapped into. So what kind of things have you tapped into besides the consciousness of you've done Jesus and the other different ones. Mm-hmm. So I guess it really started for me when I went on my vision quest uh, in 2016. And this is through lightning, which you met lightning. He's been my mentor. He is awesome. A long time. Yeah. And um, I've, before that I experienced a lot of attacks from like negative entities and different things. And he really helped me guide guide me through this awakening told me that I'm supposed to be a leader in the new earth and all this stuff before I even knew anything about this stuff. And, Can we back uh, up one second though, for people yeah. who don't know what a vision quest is. Uh-huh. So vision quest is um, you go, you go do a sweat lodge ceremony. And this is something that native Americans um, they had in their culture for thousands for hundreds if not thousands of years where this was kind of like a rite of passage where they would go do the sweat lodge and then they would go into the wilderness go into the woods for however long with no food no water and um, you offer tobacco while you're out there and you have different spirits that come to you and for me I had um, so many different beings that came to me and like different animals would come to me and uh different spirits and then i would see these light lights would like manifest themselves and i could feel the energy moving through my body and it was pure bliss and love and it was just like it was the most profound experience i've ever had and i could go a lot more in depth into that but for now i feel like this will do um but after that i started to have communication and um guidance from these beings and I would go on these walks at night and I would see these different ships um 
these different light ships and they were like communicating to me telepathically. And I was getting all this guidance, seeing all these different, different things in the sky and comets and ships and so many different things. And I would also have all these spirits. Like I've had Bigfoot was one of them. Uh, and he's, I've had multiple encounters with him and he's kind of like a multi-dimensional being energy. Um, I like that. And I, I like when you talk about with the different ships and then with the different beings and then with Bigfoot, how that multi-dimensionality and how the telepathic have you also, it's funny you mentioned Bigfoot because I was actually just at a Bigfoot convention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, how, how profound. Uh-huh. So when you, and they just, I just, so for those of you who don't know, I have a team on the other side and they also wanted to bring this up when you mention it. It's like, they want me to dive a little bit deeper into that. When you were having the connection with the Bigfoot, were you having more of a telepathic or a visual? Because they just want people to, to clarify it for people. Uh, no, it was more like like a loud stop, like right next to you. And then like breathing, like like breathing like a bull. And I've had I've had this experience last year up in the I was uh, backpacking up in the mountains and I got caught in this thunderstorm and I ended up falling asleep. And I woke up in the middle of the night with this loud stomp, like right next to my head. It woke me up and I just had this stomping all around my tent. It was walking on two legs and it was just breathing like a bull. And uh, yeah, I I thought it was a bear. I had my bear spray and my knife out and I'm like, just like praying like, God, please don't let me fight this bear. And then I actually talked to lightning afterwards and he like, was it? stomping around breathing heavy like a bull and i'm like yep it's like well he, there you go that's what it was and that i think it's so good for people to understand the different aspects and and understanding it and for those i have worked with lightning is an awesome person and maybe one time we'll be able to have him on i don't know he has a lot of great information with him but it is so awesome when you start more trusting yourself and asking others for clarify clarification you know like what was this what was it and to get that clarification and know what it is i think that's so key to that we're not here alone we're here as a community with all of us helping each other with all of us helping to understand what's going on and what's changing in the world and the one thing is even though you were i'm sure fearful at that moment <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it turned out that there was nothing to be fearful of. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something no, I, I it, to know that it was it didn't harm you. It wasn't there to harm you, but to let you know it was there mm-hmm. and to let you know there's more out there. So I think that's very interesting to hear and to know. And a lot of people have had different encounters and within with the beings and with the ships you've seen. When you first experienced that, was there a lot of fear behind it or was it more, well, how did you react? No, there was no fear to it. It was just kind of more of a curiosity. Like what is, at first I thought, you know, I was, I came from this Christian background and, you know, I didn't make that connection right away, but, you know, I had this connection with different angels, you know, archangels, and that's how my journey started, you know, ascended masters, angels. And after I, I had these encounters with these light beings, 
then, you know, I made this connection. Okay, they're angels, you know. But after a while, I realized that then I went into, like, aliens and stuff. But then what I realized through all of that is that it's all one. It's all connected, you know. It, we're all galactic beings. You know, we live in an infinite universe. And it's all, there's so many different aspects and different beings out there. And it's eventually, as we progress, we're we're going to become these angels and different things. I love that. And, and there's some, there's more questions, but I keep hearing from my team is like, this is a time for people to really go back and just hear, really hear what you just said and to really sit with it for a little bit, because there's so much information in what you just said and how you said it for people out there. So I encourage people to go back and listen to what Peter just said, because there is great information and knowledge in what he just shared. And that's something I think is key for people to realize there's more to, to the world than what we originally see with our eyes and to not have the fear about it. But I like your curiosity and you're all, you've always been a seeker and to, wanting to know that knowledge. And as you've done that, You've tapped into all these different beings. And as you look at the world going forward, how do you feel about it? Is it something you're, what is your best interpretation of how things will be going forward or how you feel the people will react to things going forward? Um. I feel like there will be a lot of chaos at a certain point, that there will be certain things. I've been shown in these dreams, I think I mentioned to you before about this solar event, the solar flash. I had dreams about this. And then um, and then later I, I did research on it, and there was this whole community based on it. And it just blew my mind. And there was this guy, Corey Good, who was talking. In his video, he was explaining exactly what i saw in my dream and then like lightning beforehand like years before he told me i would be shown in dreams what's going to happen in the future and i started having these dreams and uh from when he says there's going to be a pole shift and different things but it's not going to be like where the whole humanity is destroyed it's going to be more of like things are going to be shaken up Yes, a lot of people may suffer and a lot of people may die, but this is also their pre-incarnative choice that they signed up before they incarnated, um, and especially people that are like near the coasts. But this this energy is also going to be a transformation transformational energy where it's going to awaken our our psychic abilities, awaken our gifts, and um, kind of transform our DNA, this wave of energy from the sun that I was shown. And it's going to move us into this next, next, um, next level of consciousness of humanity, where we're going to become more telepathic and more loving. We're going to work together more as a community. There's going to be no deception because we're going to be able to see, read each other's minds. So how are you going to deceive somebody when you can all read each other's minds? So we're going to move into at least a hundred times more harmonious and it's going to be a whole process it's not going to happen right away it's going to be over hundreds of years that we evolve into this 
And I think with you explaining it that way, I think is a great way for people to look at going forward. It's going to take time and it's going to be chaotic, but where it's going to go is well worth what we're doing to achieve that right now. And that's something as you've been given so much information from so many on the other side too. And I love that with you and how you've been sharing it with so many others. Again, I encourage people go on his website, check out his YouTube channel, because there's so much more information there that we, it would take us many, many episodes to cover. So we may have to have you back on. (laughs) I got a lot more coming too. Absolutely. And one of the things is, as you've been going through this and you've been experiencing all of this, what then made you make the choice to go into quantum healing and beyond quantum healing? How did that take place and what drew you to it? So I found I found the work of Dolores Cannon. I found her on YouTube and it really blew my mind and things that she would talk about in her sessions, how people would have instantaneous healing and be able to tap into all these different realities and past lives and how you can heal your traumas through that. And just, she also talked about like these waves of volunteers, uh, which are like uh, star seeds, light workers, the law of one calls them wanderers. And that's like, I feel like I am one of them, which are like beings that are in the higher densities that came back to earth to incarnate and um, raise the vibration of the planet. But stay on topic. Yes, um, I ended up having a session and it was very transformational for me. And I went into a past life where I was an extraterrestrial being, kind of like a parallel reality. Um, And just got a lot of answers because in these sessions, you can ask your higher self. We tap into the subconscious, the higher self, and we tap into, uh, we can ask uh, before before you go into the session, you write down different questions that you have for your higher self. And in that session, we we answer those questions and along with whatever your higher self wants to show you, different it could be a different past life, different reality as an energy being, um, different reality, whatever it's going to show you. It's going to be uh, have something to do with what you're dealing with in the present moment, different traumas, and we can help you find find and release those traumas in the session and people get instantaneous healing. They get healed from cancer, different, different things. And that's the power of the mind. That's when you tap into that power of the subconscious, it's so powerful. And uh, there's no limit to what we can do with this technique. And it's, it's something that I felt right away. I needed to share with the world. That's awesome. And, you know, having that, just that awakening and that understanding, knowing you can access those and getting 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 your questions answered, accessing that knowledge. I think that's so key for people because a lot of people don't know where to turn or what to do. And I think that's something that helps immensely. And knowing it's possible, especially because you've experienced it and that's why you started wanting to teach it and going into teaching it. And what is the difference when you you talk about beyond quantum healing? What is that? So beyond quantum healing is just a different modality by a different teacher, which just gives me more flexibility to be able to do it online because with the traditional QHHT, I can only do in-person sessions, but with 
beyond quantum healing, I can do online sessions. I can, um, I can put in like energy healing and different modalities into it of my choosing and kind of make it my own thing. You know, and that's something that comes up is when you start doing this, because each of us are so much individuals, we each have our own talents, our own aspects we tap into. So we're offering something different and you're offering something unique and different with your energy tapped into it. And to add that into the modality you already have, I think is very, very key for everyone going forward to be drawn to the people who are doing unique aspects and whatever you're, whoever you're drawn to is going to give you what you need in that moment and being able to add in those unique aspects. Because I know with you, you are very multifaceted in a lot of the different, different aspects you've connected with and bringing those modalities into your beyond quantum healing sessions and the fact that it's online and you can do it remotely that's key because so many people let's face it we live everywhere now yeah (laughs) so have you found any difference when you first started doing more of the long distance or the online type of healing did you find that it was actually, was it more satisfying for you or how did you? Um, actually, like probably the most powerful session I had was online and it was uh, was with a friend of mine. He was in Colombia and he didn't remember any of the session. Um, he didn't remember any of it. He woke up and he was like, are we starting the session? And it was like to him, it was like he was traveling through space. It was like he was dreaming and he was traveling through space, but we went through like two hours of him just me asking him questions. And we went into all these like um, these alien lifetimes where he, where it was just really mind blowing, had all this powerful healing and questions answered. And so some people go a lot deeper than others. For me, I'm very, very lucid through it. And I, I get a lot of images and feelings. And for me, I remember everything. But for some people, it varies. And that's something that people need to realize is every session is going to be unique. Everyone is going to be different. And when you're doing it online, are you doing it over the phone? Are you doing it like through Zoom? or how Zoom. 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 Awesome. And I think that's for people to realize energy is energy. It knows no time or space. So when you said that he, after his session, he didn't even realize he did the session to realize that time and space is so fluid. And once you step out of sometimes our human ideas of time and space, how things can really move forward for you. So I think that is something amazing. And so I'm, I'm going to call you out a little bit because I've heard some of the music you've made. Are you looking at doing some more of that or doing some meditation aspects with that? Oh yeah. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been definitely been producing music and I have a few songs that I'm working on right now. I'm actually going to start another one this weekend. I'll have to send you um, uh, something, but yeah. Um, I don't know when I'm going to release any yet. It's still, I'm still learning and it's still a work of progress, but I definitely through this whole process. I'm finding out how much talent I actually have. And it's like, you really don't know how talented you are at something until you start doing it. You know, it's like, it just literally flows. Like you were talking about in our session that we had, you know, it's just, 
flows by and I catch it, catch these different ideas and put them in. I also work with these different galactic beings, you know, while I'm doing it. And that's something I think is so awesome because when you do decide to release your music and maybe having it available for people to download from your website, it is going to be amazing because I have heard some of the things you've done and it's like, yeah, there is so much there and everything. There's so much that resonates with people and, and music is a way to reach people in such a different way. So I am, I'm excited and waiting for your music to be available to people because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a big help. And as you started doing this and doing this inner work and facing your own shadows, uh, was there ways that you worked with to increase your communication? How, how did you kind of, as you're working with your own shadows and your own work, were you also working at increasing your communication to the other realms? And if so, how did you do that? What was your method on that? Yes, it's all about raising your vibration. And uh, you do that... For me, it started out with meditation. And as soon as I started meditating, I remember the day I started meditating, I was seeing all these different sparks of light around my room. And like, it was these beings showing me like, yes, this is what you're supposed to do. I went for years meditating every day, like an hour, two hours, three hours a day for years, just being a hermit, going out in the woods and meditating. And that's when I really found myself. That's how I really was able to connect with these beings. And it's also having a good diet, whatever you put into your body. After I started meditating, I used to be a really picky eater. And now, and then I went through this process where I was like, okay, my body can't take this anymore. I have to change how I eat. So I had to force myself to start eating vegetables and eating healthy because otherwise, I would just be sick all the time. And it's like, that's part of the process of raising your vibration. And these beings, they can only meet you so far. They can, they can only meet you so far because it's hard for them to be in this lower vibration. And we have to raise up. We have to raise up to be able to meet them. So we do that through meditation, through having a spiritual practice. You know, Jesus talked about fasting, praying, meditating, and you know, embodying that within yourself, working on your shadows and different things, uh, whatever you feel called to, to. But I can't stress enough how important it is to have a daily spiritual practice and have discipline, you know, having discipline over your lower desires, over your mind. It's going to propel you to a level that you've never experienced before. I love that where you're you're making it part of your daily life, making, you know, however you choose to do it, making it a part of your daily life that you're always work looking at connecting, always making that that first step going forward to connect to what's out there. I think that's so important. And when you mentioned about food, how your diet changed, for people to realize, and for me, I, there's a lot of foods I can't eat anymore. And and my body will tell me like, that's not going to go today. Don't eat it. And, and to listen, because as we evolve and change, our bodies are changing. And you had mentioned before on a DNA level, our bodies are changing and how we eat and what we eat is going to be changing with it. So I think that's key for people to realize everything is changing around us, our souls, our bodies, everything. And that's something 
I think a lot of people don't realize it. it's kind of the whole gamut and, and tapping into everything that's around us. So as you moved yourself forward, did you ever, was there times where you were moving yourself forward and then it just felt like you, like you were almost slipping backwards at times? Did you oh, ever yeah. do that? And how oh, yeah. did you work yourself through that? Uh, spiritual practice. Yeah. And I've had many dark nights of the souls and a universe, God, whatever you want to call it, um, is going to, is going to put things in your way to test you, to push you to grow. Um, it's also part of this hero's journey. I don't know if you ever heard of like Joseph Campbell's, uh, book, uh, the hero of a thousand faces or something like that. But he talks about this hero's journey where it's like an archetype and the law of one also talks about this too. It's like an archetype for, um, it's in every every movie in Hollywood, every every script you have it where you see the hero's flaws, he goes on a journey, meets a mentor or something, and then has to face his dragon or face something where he is he dies and is reborn. You think he's dead and he comes back to life. And that's all I've had many of these different cycles of having to fight through these things and grow from it. And it is through doing the shadow work like we talked about before through feeling through it when you're going through all these different um these dark times you feel through it and um that will propel you to the next level in your journey and i think that's something so important for people to realize like both of us, we do healing. There's so many of us that do healing and help people out. We all have our times where we feel like we're slipping backwards and we have to work our way through it and come come out the other side. We're not, a lot of people may look at like, oh, they're not really human in the way of they don't experience that anymore. But it seems like the more you move yourself forward, there's more to work on. You find things where, okay, I need to work my way through that. I need to do the shadow work. And I think that's important for people to know. It doesn't just because you start the healing journey and you're helping other people doesn't mean that your journey is always, you know, in this level of nothing ever happens and I have nothing to work through because I think that's something sometimes people get that perception with people who are doing healing and helping other people with their healing is that we're beyond that. And I think for people to see that and to hear that, that we're still learning and growing. And for me, I like to say, you know, I'm never going to stop learning. I'm never going to stop growing right to the day I die. I'm still going to be learning. Mm -hmm. And it can be exciting or it can be terrifying. But just like you said, everything is free will, how you look at it. And I think it's exciting to go through it and to figure it out. And because... I just want to ask when you've done your shadow work and moved through it, has it been almost a bigger high per se than what it was before that? Uh, what do you mean by a bigger eye? A bigger, as far as like a sense of achievement of moving through it for yourself. With oh yeah. Accomplished. Yeah. Especially this last one, um, you know, after uh, after we had this last session and you know what I was going through, um, that really pushed me um, into my spiritual practice and to having to delve into myself again and going within 
and connecting with God and my spirit guides and my team and doing the work, I was forced into that. I was forced because there was no other way. If I didn't, I would have, I could have lost myself in the pain in what I was going through. Absolutely. And that's, that's a lot of times when you see people that are, you know, especially you're, when you see people you've, you've been working with where you can see they're in that struggling stage, you know, it's, and I don't know if struggling is really the word, but that, that time of, of just looking within and where do you want to go, that questioning stage and seeing so many people at this point, especially now, there's so many people that are going into depressionary stages and things like that, because this is really energy feels like it's really pushing us to look within ourselves and ask ourselves, what do we really want in our life and in ourselves? And what do we really want with the world and what we're going to create? And it's pushing us to create more. And do you how do you feel about people creating is the creating of new things is that something really important for people to be looking at doing well we are all co-creators and we even in in our mass consciousness we are co-creating everything we're creating everything we all have we're all fractals individualizations of the one infinite creator and we have those aspects within us and most of the people were led to believe that we're just supposed to work a job and just like do nothing our whole lives. But we're, we all have a gift to offer to the world. We all have something to create and share with the world. And most people are creating even unconsciously where they're not even aware that they are creating, but they are creating. And like this whole consciousness of uh, this collective consciousness we are co-creating a certain timeline whatever this ascension this awakening is going to play out as we are co-creating that together as a species as a as a planet we are co-creating that and then nothing is set in stone because these different timelines they may shift they may they may change because of the collective consciousness and I think, and that's something for people to realize we're, we're shifting our timelines continually every day, every time we do things. And when you mentioned every, all of us are unique and we all offer something and for people to realize you have something to offer this world and beyond, because there's people I've talked to where they just don't feel they're contributing anything, but everybody is, everybody is in their own way. And it's all making a difference going forward. And that's something I think is so important when you mention that is to bring that up. And you, there's also, we, you talked about the 3D and the 5D and um, the splitting of the new earth. Is this more of what you're talking about when you were talking about different timelines with the splitting of the new earth? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everything is vibration too. And it's it's all yeah we're moving into this new vibration and these higher frequency energies are coming in and it's bringing this higher vibration it's make it's it's making all our shadows that we haven't dealt with come up to the surface for us to face and yes. um yeah and that's something i think is very important for people to realize everything's vibrating everything's has do you, so I'm, they're just kind of bringing up, my team is kind of bringing up something and they're asking, when you talk about consciousness, 
Do you feel that so many different things around us also carry a consciousness besides just people and, and how, what is your thoughts on consciousness of what's around us? Yes. So this whole reality, this physical reality, it's all light vibrating at certain frequencies to make it look like it's a, it's an object or whatever, but it's all light. And the law of one, it talks about the, the main message of the law of one is that we are all one and that the, the creator wanted to experience itself. And it started out as infinite, intelligent infinity wanted to experience itself. And it created intelligent energy, which is like the suns and the galaxies. And each one of those suns and galaxies are like a god of that area. And they create and they choose what's going to happen. And um, they say a long, long time ago, before, before we time as we know it, there was no veil where in these lifetimes we would, um, we would remember everything. We, we would remember that we were the creator. And we weren't getting anywhere in growth because it was like kids playing in the playground. They just wanted to be in the playground instead of being in school and learning the things we were supposed to do. So they created this veil of forgetfulness. And that was the birth of darkness. That was the birth of, of separation, of fear, of evil, and positive and negative polarities. And they found that that was through going through this veil that we have a lot more growth, a lot quicker. And um, yeah, um, so this veil is only in our reality. Other, other densities, they don't have that veil. So once we go through this ascension, we're going to remember all of our past lives. We're going to remember that we, are, that we are God. We are going to remember everything. And it's just now we choose to forget this so we, can, so we can remember who we really are, so we can have that free will to be able to choose what path we want to go on. And that's something that that path of free will, it keeps coming up again and again. And it's really realizing we all do have that free will. We are choosing what we're doing, how we're moving yourself forward. And that's something for people to realize everything is there for us. We just have to choose what we want to experience. And there's so many that are choosing this path of opening and awakening and seeing there's so much more out there. And one of the things you had uh, talked about is, so you do different aspects where you're connecting in with nature, you're going out there. And I just feel with you that the nature and the woods and being out there is just such a key element for you. Do you encourage people if they're having trouble connecting to maybe tap into and be out in the in the outside yes yes and that's like i said how it started out for me was going out into the woods and and just going out there meditating now i have the mountains and it's the mountains are like the best thing in the world for me i love it and just ground yourself just take your take your shoe take your socks and your shoes off ground yourself to the earth meditate out in nature, go for walks to clear your head. You know, we're, we're caught up in our minds all the time so much. And, you know, nature really helps to ground us. We've disconnected ourselves with nature, with all this technology. And, you know, now we have our cell phones and we get caught up in all these dopamine rushes and 
it's just important to disconnect from that. Like, yes, technology can be a very important tool for us to work through, but we have to take a break, disconnect from it, go out, connect with nature, with, with our mother, our mother earth. And that's something I think is when you mentioned about disconnecting, having that, and but yet that disconnecting from like cell phones and things like that, but knowing they're also part of what helps us to communicate just like we're doing here. Mm-hmm. So they have their, their purpose, but to know the limits on both of those purposes and to keep them a little bit separate when you can and connecting with nature. Mm-hmm. So key, so key. And so they're just kind of niggling me. So you're very, you're very much an outdoorsy person <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of us mm-hmm. who can't or have a more difficult time getting into nature, saying you're in town or or in a bigger city, what can you recommend for them to connect with that nature? And does does nature, does the earth have a consciousness that you can connect into? Yes, definitely. And me, I even like to go ride my bike, just ride my bike around town or go to, there's this trail down by the river. I'll just go down by the river and just, you know, like, different things if you're in a if you live in a city you know go to a park whatever whatever it is that's closest to you just go for a walk anyway just be out be outside you know like um and what was the second what was that second question you're asking if if is there ways to connect if they can't get outside so say if someone's ill and they can't get outside can you connect to that consciousness of the earth Okay, yes, I would do that through meditation. And uh, you could even imagine like, um, while you're sitting down or laying down like roots coming down and going into the earth and bringing that energy into you. Or uh, imagine like your, your red, your root chakra being connected with the earth and bringing that energy up through you. Or you could even you can even release you could uh, um release any negative energies you have into the earth and the earth will transmute that energy. That's awesome. Great, great ideas for people because sometimes we're in different areas of the country. You're in town, you're not feeling well, or you just can't get to where there's nature and doing those meditations. So very important. And that's something I think I'm I'm really excited to share who you are and to share you with the world. And I, I really encourage people like I said, we have only tapped into just a small, small portion of what Peter has been doing. So check into his YouTube channel. So much great information. I I watched some different parts of your videos and I'm like, oh gosh, so very good. And even just look, looking at the background where he's taking these videos is amazing. <laughs> I'm like so yeah. jealous. <laughs> and as you've gone through your journey and as you've been working with people what would you say would be some of the most memorable for you on maybe some of the sessions i know you mentioned the one where he was i mean in colombia which is a long ways away how much of an impact it does is there anything else you can think of that you'd like to share with people without naming any specifics (laughs) Uh, yeah, I had this one uh, woman recently and um, yeah, we went into, she had these different phobias where um, she didn't know where they came from and uh, we were able to, the, the, her higher self took her to different past lives, like one of them was where she was left on an island 
And uh, she ended up just dying there on that island. And she had this phobia of like just being left left alone out in the middle of nowhere and just like this fear that she didn't know where it came from. And yeah, she she told me how much my session like affected her in a positive way in her life. And it was just, it just felt so good to have that, um, receive that. I love that. And that's the, that's the thing to know things you don't even realize you don't, you don't have a, you don't really understand where the fear is coming from, where, why you're upset about something and to get more of that background information to help clear that up. And that's something with you. Um, I really encourage people to check out his website, uh, Peter's website, uh, alpineascension.com, because there is so much on there. And working with Peter, I've known to work with Peter and, and, just his heart really shines through his heart, his soul just really shines. And um, anybody working with him is definitely going to be getting more than they bargained for in a really, really good way. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I am excited to share that about you. And there was one thing, a lot of times people say, well, for people that are healers and work with people and, and step out into that, that more public aspect that a lot of times something happened when you were younger. Did you want to go through anything that happened to you that kind of started on your awakening journey? Uh, well, um, when I was one and a half years old, I actually, I actually uh, was born in Poland. I came to the States and I was nine years old. Um, and when I was one and a half years old, I fell out of a 10 story window and my mom was in the bathroom and I had climbed out. I was just, little baby. I don't even remember it. I climbed down to the window and I jumped out and uh, I, I landed in a bush and yeah, my mom looked out, she saw all these people around and uh, she thought I was dead. They ended up taking me on the ambulance, took me to the hospital and all I got is a scar on my arm right here. You can barely even see it, but a, a branch went through my arm and yeah, actually, during one, uh, that was one of my questions in one of my QHHT sessions, uh, what happened there? And they said that I was, um, that it was interference by these higher beings that they, they saved my life. And that's and something I think is key. You know, mm-hmm. those times when people, you know, we always have free will, but sometimes there's people watching out for us to make sure. <laughs> We don't push mm-hmm. it quite the long the wrong way and having that interference that help from the other side to help us because thank goodness they did because you're here today because of it and how it's made a difference and how you found out more than information through one of the sessions for yourself and mm-hmm. how it makes a difference and sometimes it's answering those questions why am i here what am I here to do? And I think that's so important for people to realize we're all unique. We're all different and we all have lots to offer. Mm-hmm. And that's something I think is important for everybody to know. We can move through everything. And I know for for you, you've moved through the depression and moving through that and coming into where you are now. And I'm sure you've helped others move through some of their depression as they move through this, the shadow work and knowing they're worth so much more. And that's something I think is so important for people to realize 
how many different facets and how many different levels and with the phobias to help with phobias, all the different aspects, how it can help so many people. And I'm so excited to have you on here and so appreciative of you taking your time to be here. And I just want to encourage people go on his, again, his website, Peter's website, alpineascension.com, his YouTube, Alpine Ascension, and his Instagram. So much great information there. And some of the things I am just so excited for you to be here for and all the challenges you've worked through to be here for people. Because a lot of times people in this healing mode, we didn't get here because everything worked so smooth. <laughs> and <No. laughs> I, did, I, did, I did not choose an easy ride this time. and i think that's key for people to realize sometimes the people who you're learning from did not have the easiest of rides so knowing they understand where you're coming from they understand the disappointment you may have the the challenges you may have and it's it's good to have someone who's experienced some of that and um I like how you said you didn't choose an easy ride this time (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I am so glad to share you with so many others. And is there anything you would like to add before we close the show today? Uh, just that I'm going to, I've really been working hard. I have a lot of content coming out and really been working on this quantum healing stuff. Um, and yeah, my main mission in this lifetime is, will be my music and that's coming along shortly. And I'm really excited. I'm going to be playing on stage and performing and, different things and I'm excited to be able to share this with people and just 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 go within and and feel yourself if you're going through a hard time don't be so hard on yourself just feel it just feel what you're going through and just just do your best just do your best to move forward awesome thank you Peter again for being on the show I appreciate you taking your time I appreciate you sharing who you are with others. And I encourage everyone check out his information. The links will be down below and I can't wait to see the people you reach because I know your unique energy is going to be reaching the people that need it. I just want to thank you again, Peter. Thank you for being on the show and for all of you out there, make sure to check out his information. Again, it's alpineascension.com and you can also find it on his YouTube channel and Make sure to tune in next time. The next show is every first and third Tuesdays of the month. Make sure to watch the next episode coming up. And they're always at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I thank all of you for listening. And I hope all of you have an absolutely amazing day. Thank you.